Hello and welcome to the Naptown Blues Fancast, a weekly roundup of your Annapolis Blues FC playing in the Mid-Atlantic Division of the NPSL. I am your host, Sam Houston, and across the way from me, all the way down the Jersey Turnpike, my co-host, Mr. Hiram Wainwright. How you doing, sir? I'm doing good, Sam. How are you doing today? Uh, it feels like upside down world. I told you off mic. Mm. It's Sunday. It feels like Monday. My schedule's completely messed up. Same here. <laughs> Please be sure to subscribe to this show on your podcast platform of choice. Please take a moment to leave a review and share with your football and friends. You can also follow the show on Twitter at Naptown Blues Pod. And for tickets, go to NapolisBlues.com. We have a tradition, dare I say, an obligation, where whiny dogs sit outside the door and cry <laughs> that they're not being paid attention to. And we, here in studio, have a drink in our hand throughout every show we record. Hiram, what are we drinking today? We are drinking some Paloma Silver Tequila and Grapefruit Soda with a squeeze of lime. Very good. So a Paloma is essentially tequila's version of a Cuba Libre, right? Like mm -hmm. a rum and coke. Okay. Uh, except it's tequila and it's grapefruit soda. If you can find it very specifically, squirt soda is the, is the grapefruit soda to use because mm -hmm. it's got sugar to it. So it's gonna have a little bit more of a backbone, but it's light, it's refreshing. If you like a fresca, fresca and tequila, it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> so easy to make and it's just so damn tasty. That's for damn sure. Definitely tastes good. I definitely would make this at home for sure. So please, ladies and gentlemen, please remember to drink responsibly. Thank you. Yeah. Little known fact Hiram Wainwright, mm -hmm. tequila fan. Oh, big tequila fan. <laughs> yeah. Of course, with limits, <laughs> responsibly, right. but definitely uh, I enjoy tequila a lot for sure uh, i you know our post-game dinner i should have probably got us a couple of shots of tequila instead of fireball yeah i've enjoyed that too so yeah, it's all it good, was good enough, right? <laughs> um so montclair college new jersey was the site of the east regional playoffs and our annapolis blues fc were the second seed uh we had staff family bay boys all in attendance Hiram, just from a club side, and obviously mm -hmm. what you feel comfortable discussing, you don't have to talk about everything and like break it down in great de detail, but how was your day and days leading up to the match? Uh, it was actually exciting. I was definitely looking forward to it. Uh, prior to our travels to New Jersey, uh, I did have some work with uh, another club that's in a, in a major league setting. Mm -hmm. uh, so I was pretty much prepping for that, but also gathering my stuff and getting ready for this New Jersey trip. Uh, Thursday, we uh, hit the road that morning, uh, or I should say that noon. Um, we had the Bay Boys send us out, too, so mm -hmm. that was actually pretty cool to see them. Um, so we got a group outing of people just to support, be like, okay, we realize this is what you guys been doing for the club, so we want to give us your support and go ahead and send you off the best way we can. And they definitely did that, so commit yeah. to the Bay Boys for that. Excellent. As the days went on, of course, Thursday we arrived in Jersey. I will say... Our hotel, phenomenal. Mm -hmm. uh, location was literally like the best. Uh, did not know that Manchester United and Arsenal were playing the same set weekend that we were up there. Yep. Uh, they were literally playing five minutes down the road from us where we were staying. The co-host of the DU football show, Mr. Sam Graham, was at that game. In fact, we passed each other in the day as well. he was going north and I was going south. <laughs> So with that, uh, that was definitely uh, pretty cool to see. Um, Thursday, we pretty much spent the whole time with the team, got team dinner. Uh, the staff and myself, we went out to Hoboken and Times Square and everywhere to see the sights and everything. New York, mm -hmm. I will say, as a, a resident in Maryland who hasn't traveled to New York as often as I would like, 
but I've definitely been there a couple of times. I always get mesmerized by New York for sure. It's oh, definitely it's, just amazing. It's the city that never sleeps. Yeah. It, it is what it is for a reason. It's the reason <laughs> why people globally want to go to that city. It's Absolutely. just, it's, it's one of the greatest cities in the world, you know? And it and, definitely shows. And you, you also find like, I mean, you just get mesmerized. You get yeah. lost just looking around. You're just like, Jesus. And then don't worry. A New Yorker will push you out of the way and go, come on, let's go. <laughs> get back to it. So surprisingly, I didn't get much of that, but I did uh, see a couple of rats there, which yeah. surprisingly, well, not surprisingly, it is New York. Sometimes there will be rats roaming around. Did you get a selfie with pizza rat? No, I didn't. Uh, see, if only. <laughs> but the actual cool thing about that uh not the rats but <laughs> but uh, going to new york is like when we were in hoboken just like seeing the sights it was actually like a beautiful sight of the new york skyline because it was along the hudson river and we were literally on a pier but on that pier was a soccer pitch right there and we're just seeing people just playing uh soccer or football oh, fabulous. As well. yeah literally like at 10 11 o'clock at night just playing pretty much with like the lights off yeah like that actually was like pretty exciting for me to see just like the sport is definitely still yeah. here for sure even though it's growing more and more in the country but that actually made me exciting very cool very cool and then uh game day you just go make sure the boys got everything they need set up the pitch get yep. them ready to rock and roll absolutely it definitely was a different experience than uh setting up at navy stadium uh mm -hmm. they got didn't have to fill, pull out no field boards this time <laughs> yeah but uh it definitely was fun uh we got to meet the GM for FC Motown. Great person for sure. Got to meet the coach for Westchester as well. Mm -hmm. uh, great people at Montclair State University who definitely helped us out, making sure we had a good experience uh, traveling to the stadium, getting the locker room set up and everything. Mm -hmm. So great facility overall. Excellent. Very um, good. And surprisingly, I didn't realize that it's also the home pitch for Red Bulls uh, New York too. The, oh, okay. Uh, Very I think cool. the MLS Next squad, if I'm not wrong. Okay. Yeah, but yeah. yeah. Uh, they actually had like their uh, championship banners and everything like around the stadium. It was actually pretty cool. Oh, that's fabulous! Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, I uh, I left around nine o'clock in the morning on on uh, Friday and got up ninety seven. Turned around, and had to come back because I forgot my CPAP machine. Oof. So big boy needs his machine. <laughs> I'll turn around, come back, and then I started the trip again. Only well, took me about three and a half hours. Got to the hotel, got checked in real easy. Met up with the Bay Boys. We all headed over to the parking lot. The parking lot overlooks the field. Um, I may or may not made sure I made disparaging remarks about you in front of all your interns to uh, question your authority. Yeah. That's what I'm here for. I'm your boy. Don't es worry about it. Especially while I was, you know, just taking a couple shots on the uh, pitch, which yeah. I will say I was excited about doing a couple crosses over to uh, our interns. It was like, and uh, our director of marketing, Steven. That was actually pretty fun. Excellent. Well, one of these, uh, one, if... Fortunately, I, I get to the weight goal that I'm looking for. I'll hop in the net on you for a penalty. I'll, I'm looking forward I'll, I'll to it. I'll give you that pleasure. I'm looking forward to it. Of watching <laughs> me save your shot. Oh, we'll see about that. <laughs> uh, it's kickoff in, oh, wait. Hold on. Nope. Okay. So, yeah, now we're down 1-0 in the second. And it wouldn't be the last because Westchester would also score a game. Uh in the 14th minute and then only to add a third by the 30th minute mark uh yeah first half wasn't looking pretty good for the blues at all no 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 not at all yeah you weren't ready for me to write uh oh wait for another team to score no i, I mean the way that they played i jesus that was just insane um we came out we played our system that's what we're gonna play and that's what we're gonna do yeah 
uh, they were a bulldozer. They went right down the middle of us. We tried to control the ball in the middle, and they went, no, you're not. Oh, and by the way, how's how's the AstroTurf taste? I mean, they <laughs> ran us over physically. Absolutely. And there was... You're like, okay. So they ran us over. Here we go. Let's get our bearings back in. We're going to get the ball up the pitch, and we couldn't get it to the flanks. When we got it to the flanks, our speed, as fast as guys like Gordy and Justin have been all season, mm. were getting caught. Jacob, for as amazing as he's been all year, tried to get the ball to him in the center, ganged up by their two center backs. I mean, they just, they had a game plan. They executed it flawlessly. Mm. And they just ran over us. It was definitely devastating to see for the first time mm. us getting bulldozed, as you mentioned. And we were mortals. Yeah. We were mortals. For the first time ever, we looked out there and went, oh, whoa, whoa. <laughs> eh, now, there would be a little something that needs to be discussed in that regards. And it got talked about on the broadcast of the game as well. Mm. Um, Westchester in Pennsylvania, they are an organization, right? right? We right now are just simply a club. We have one team. Now, you've heard when we talked with Fred about the plans to incorporate a, a, a lady squad as well and to kind of build a program with a youth program, the whole nine. That's kind of where the, the, the mastermind is for us. Right. They already have that, mm -hmm. which means they have a USL2 team, a USL team. They have youth organizations below them right and um with this league you're allowed to move people around you're allowed to have a very huge roster and the reasoning behind that is is that this is mostly a college league these college players are beholden to their college first and foremost right. like we were without mateus why because maryland said we need him back mm-hmm okay <laughs> you, you know yes it's it's think of it like minor league baseball if a player is doing really good and they want to call him up to the majors sorry Bowie Bay Sox you're not allowed to have him anymore you right. don't get to keep him for the rest of the season that's just how it works so dem de rules though that's mm -hmm. how it goes <laughs> and let's just say that a lot of Westchester squad hadn't played a lot of games with Westchester's NPSL team and probably no. played a lot of games in the USL and came down for the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, mind you, we do, I will say, I've said this at the game itself too. We definitely did want this type of competition because mm -hmm. uh, of course we excelled and did extremely well in our mid-Atlantic conference for sure. Uh, we expected it'll be, not fairly easy, but then another layer of competition that'll be added, especially going into the East region. Right. So I will say, like, I did want this type of competition. I just didn't expect it to go out the way it definitely did. And this is what we are striving to be. Right. So in our first year, the very simple fact that we won our conference is a big deal. Mm -hmm. And that's what we're working towards. So in two, three years, we're going to be taking advantage of that system because that's the system. Yeah. So it was a little bit of grumblings from uh, from folks that were there that were just like, this doesn't seem fair, but damn the rules. Yeah. <laughs> like it, if if those are the rules, this is how it plays out. Like there's you you can be upset about it, but it's the way it goes. It's just what it is, you know. You just gotta go and roll through the punches, though. And mind you, they bulldozed us, and then they bulldozed the the host Motown the very next night, four to one. They yeah. beat the heck out of them too. So 
they're the representatives for the East, you know, and that's how they do it. That's how they do it. You know what? We'll be doing that to them soon enough. And congratulations to Westchester making it on. So definitely hope for a good success in the future for them. Yep, exactly. Uh, but but before they got to that uh, point, they definitely did uh, dominate the second half where they saw us, with, where the Blues had the bulk of the ball. That was by design by Westchester as they only attacked on the counterattacks, yeah. but then causing Griffin Hemendinger to make only a couple multiple big saves that did keep us somewhat close in the match. This could have been more than four. Yeah. This when we talk about whoa, we could have put seven or eight, they could have put seven or eight on us. Griff made a couple of monster saves. And he's definitely been proving that he's definitely our number one throughout the entire season, as oh, he yeah. should be. But of course that it was like one shot that did go past him that eventually led to the Blues going down 4-0. Yeah. Uh, which, of course, would be the final uh, result of that game where Westchester would advance and eliminate Annapolis from the playoffs. It just, it's what it is. There was, we tried to get a foothold in it, but we never were. Yeah. There were, there were a few opportunities. There was a questionable penalty that I think should have been called, but wasn't. And I'll give you my opinions on why it wasn't in a moment. But, mm -hmm. It just wasn't going to happen. No, uh, the boy, the boys gave everything they could. They never gave up. Every sub came in, played their played their butts off. Everyone worked really hard. But this one, we were just simply outclassed. Yeah, it's, it's what it was. And I, I think if you ask any of the players that, they'd say the same. Um, we didn't want to shove a mic in coach's face no, after this of one. Not. Like so, we just decided not to do any interviews. It's a big letdown right after a game like that, and it just. <laughs> I've talked with Coach already afterwards. You've talked with Coach already. It just, it's, it just wasn't the time or place to do it. No, so, absolutely not. All right. So allow me to start with a disclaimer. Go for it. These opinions are 1,000% my own. They are not a reflection of any organizations involved or the organization of the club itself. Mm. These are 100% my own opinion. I do feel we as supporters today in this match, um, there's an expression used in uh, football where they say you did not cover yourself in glory, where you didn't show your best side of your face and you didn't look the part. I think we certainly hurt our boys today more than we helped them. Mm. And uh, I'm, uh, I'm a little embarrassed by it. Other people have other opinions. They're entitled to them. Uh, I didn't feel comfortable not mentioning it on this show. It's something that I told the club when we sat down and talked about this. I said, when there's a moment to be critical, no, I will be critical. Right. I'm not going to hold back. And in this moment, for me, I thought we could have done better mm. for the day. We 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 did sing some, and the and the 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 boys came over after the match and and shook everybody's hands and it was it was very touching but at the same time uh personally i was a little embarrassed by it all so that's leave it at that and that's 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 where i'm gonna leave it from there i'm not gonna do any other discussions if somebody comes and asks me about it i'm not gonna talk about it it is what it is and that's that's my opinions on the matter right um don't think we were any better than alexandria was the week prior i i think we were kind of the same yeah now Let's get past that. Let's kind of just talk about, because at the end of the day, yeah, it's disappointing to lose. And, oh, by the way, every single team 
ahead of us in the national rankings that needed to lose lost mm. so if we would have advanced we would have hosted the national semifinals in the national title because <laughs> everyone lost the now the highest ranked team is westchester and they were like around 10 in the national rankings congrats to them everyone else is out every single one of those teams is out outside of that yeah well yeah one two three four five six all, all gone all gone yeah but this is last week where we talked about all the joyousness mm -hmm. of of football this is the mac truck harsh reality of football <laughs> that normally ends every season remember right. in any league you play in there's only one champion mm -hmm. only one champion and most of the time this is how it ends for you it ends it ends in bitter disappointment so right. I think, you, you know, uh, please go on. I'm going to start coughing like crazy anyway. So your thoughts. Uh, it would definitely have been uh, an amazing moment, not only for the club, but for the city of Annapolis to host the national playoffs altogether. Yeah. Whether we were uh, making it to the semifinals and go on to the final, or if we would just be able to host it altogether, I definitely would have been looking forward to that moment as for uh as a fan and both as an executive too that definitely would have been exciting especially to do this on our first year but i think that's another key point that we had to highlight that this is our first year that we made it this far but we still have many more years to go from here yeah. so there's no reason for us to be too upset or sulking our de bitter defeat that obviously did happen this past friday but mm -hmm. at the same time we're like we can grow from this if the doors are open for like many more to come from here like we have obvious multiple opportunities to go from here instead of just staying in this one spot just because we're in our inaugural season yeah we have a um, a coaching staff that is very devoted to playing a certain style of football and that bit us in the ass on friday because we stuck to it and it wasn't working no <laughs> um we are committed to a certain style of play we are considered to to a very particular um look for mm -hmm. our club and players are bought in coaches are bought in the club is bought in the supporters are bought in this is the very very groundwork this is the very bottom we're just starting look at the amount of people that came out to support this club oh it's amazing it's insane um there is no reason at all for any right reason whatsoever that we should have beaten alexandria in the championship they're the team that's won it multiple times. They know what they're doing. They're experienced in that league. They 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 got the lead. They were ahead of us. We were down a man. Like they yeah. they had it. We figured out a way to win. Like that is something we need to take and cherish. That yeah. I want us to win multiple titles. I want us to win a national title. I want us to win it all. I want to be there. I want to see it all happen. These come few and far between. Mm -hmm. There may not even be a division title next year for us. Like that's how did that's. It's how this sport works, right. man. It's just how it works. It's what it is. So take what this year was. This was magic. Oh, 100%. Absolute magic. And I just, for me, I could not be prouder of this club. Like, you don't choose your club. Your club chooses you. Mm-hmm. We all decide I'm going to buy season tickets and I'm going to go out and I'm going to watch the games and I'm going to have fun. And maybe I care and maybe I don't. What they do on the pitch and how the the club 
treats the crowd in that community mm. that's what grabs you that's what makes you say i'm not down till i die like yeah. that's that's what it is and and i know for me namely obviously i can't speak for other people mm. you got me you grab me i'm in i'm all in everton and naptown those are my clubs thank god they both wear blue that th those are my clubs bleed for them yeah cut my skin open blue blues bleeding out that's it <laughs> that's what it is man it's just what it is it <clears throat> to be a part of this organization both in three ways as a fan as a podcast host and as an executive and still to be doing this in my early 20s too it's mesmerizing because i realized of course i have a long career going on from from this as well right and to be a part of this moment alone or just this entire season like think about it, this is only a two and a half month season mm -hmm. we made this like stretch out like it was a whole eight month season on its own honestly it's felt like a year it was oh my gosh it felt like forever ago when it was may in the community shield and then our first game in frederick like it just feels like way ago and to think about like how far we have come from hitch making the announcement that annapolis soccer is coming and that we're gonna become the blues and that we have navy stadium and then people like fred like steven like myself like brandon like phil all these uh, moving pieces and parts in the front staff and I'll even say the interns as well they all definitely were a major part of making this a huge success as for what we've become and with that also with the community as you mentioned like we broke records we had the top four NPSL attendances of the regular season mm -hmm. like one two three four that's all blues our lowest attended match of the season was Father's Day a day that nobody comes out to by the way number seven exactly the seventh most attended <laughs> our worst game it's was the seventh most attended game in the history of that league like just thinking about those moments it's like i can't believe we've gone this far not as just like a club on the pitch but off the pitch too like i'm going out to events with myself and my, my staff i'm going out to diff talk to different people i'm organizing different things to make sure we're highly invested with the community which is one of the biggest things of this club itself is community opportunity that's something our gm fred has mentioned millions of times mm -hmm. and the opportunity to make annapolis soccer become like annapolis become the premier spot for soccer in not just in maryland or in or county like in the entire country possibly it's amazing to think about that. So yeah. I'm just extremely honored to be a part of this. It's yeah, it's it's absolutely insane. I said uh, first game against Frederick, second game against Frederick. <laughs> you gotta remember we played Greenville before that. Yeah. I was not driving down to Greenville. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> so all that being said, let's go ahead and do a quick, uh, just a run around the league so everybody knows who's gonna be in the national semifinal, <laughs> the final four teams that have made it. Let's do it. Um, so we start off, Westchester ultimately ended up beating uh, Motown uh, FC four to one. They bulldozed them the way they bulldozed us. A side note, Fred, if you're listening, let's get Westchester down here for the Community Shield next year. Please. I'm looking forward to it. I want West. I want Westchester to see to see eight thousand. <laughs> I want West. I want Westchester to hear eight thousand because those players coming off, they were like, "Man, you guys were loud." I was like, "Yeah, we were minus about seventy five hundred. Well, we were even more than that." But let's let's do it on a Saturday this time. Too. <laughs> yeah, let's let's do it proper. Oh, it'd be great. Um, so with that, they win the East in the South. The fourth seed, Apathos FC, out of um, uh, Georgia, mm -hmm. beat Southern States uh, two to one. The Midwest saw 
Tulsa beat the number one and number four overall seed, Mm. Steel City, two to one. And finally, in the West, Crossfire Red out of Washington defeated uh, the San Francisco side, El Farolito, who was the number two team in the country, three to two, which, like I said, meant every single team we needed to lose (laughs) lost. Problem was, we lost two. So... That is going to wrap it up, and that's going to conclude the show until next season. Uh, We're going to get, we got some good ideas. We want to do some talk about the media side. We want to talk a little bit with um, player interns and what doing that dual role is like, similar to what your role is like doing an executive and hosting a podcast about (laughs) the team, right? Right. That kind of stuff. So uh, I give the floor to you, sir. Any parting words? Thank you guys for tuning in. And if you, this may be your first episode listening, or if it may be your 100th or 100 time listening to whatever episodes we've had, thank you guys for listening for sure. Uh, couldn't be more thankful and proud to have you guys a part of this. And to Sam and Mel, thank you guys for letting me be a part of this as well. This Absolutely. Been amazing. Um, I will say 2024 season is going to be bigger and better. So definitely be on the lookout for that for yep. sure. We're going to try to do our part uh, as a show to help uh, build that early and often kind of like when season tickets go on sale in December, start get pumping that up. Let's let's sell 5,000 season seats right off the bat. That's let's, all I want. Yeah. Let's just go big. Let's keep getting the community involved. Uh, big shout out to, um, obviously executive producer mel for helping and kind of overseeing also being the person that nudged me to make the email to talk to steven that created this podcast she doesn't nudge me maybe no show Mm. right uh also big shout out to our producer uh carson who was not here today uh did a great job all season interacting with fans and honestly just doing chicanery that led to humorous things on the show like (laughs) eating a ghost pepper (laughs) And, and falling over the cooler. Yes. <laughs> Can't forget yes. about that. In a, dr- in a drunken stupor, even though he was <laughs> just gotten there and was stone cold sober. But a drunken stupor sounds better. And, uh, you know, just uh, from me to you, uh, this has been a great journey to do. Um, I've really enjoyed kind of, I mean, I'm the old guy, you're the young guy, mm-hmm. right? And and it's, I for me, it's a, a chance to mentor somebody and kind of, you know, hey, you're you're getting new into podcasting. Not that I'm like, you know, Joe Rogan, that guy who was on sports radio once. Um, <laughs> but for me, it's, yeah. It was news radio. News radio. Thank you. <laughs> he was the sports guy. <laughs> yeah. um, he wasn't being that. I think it was just an engineer yeah. on the show. Yeah, he or, was comic relief. Yeah. Or, uh, Andy Dick had a bigger part not, than he did. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not Mark Maron. I'm not the dollop. I'm not, you know, my favorite murder. I'm just, you know, it's, I do, I do a sl- slightly um, Randy show about the Premier League, and I'll get to that in a moment. But I've been doing it long enough, mm-hmm. and when there seems someone that's got genuine interest in wanting to learn how this all works and what to do within all this, I immediately wanted to take you under my wing and help you. And it's been an absolute pleasure doing this show with you. Definitely been an honor to be along with this right. All right. Well, it has also been an honor here at the DU Public House Studios to produce and host this uh, project. And uh, like I said, this is the final show of the season. Next up for us as a production house is the DU Football Show. And it is a weekly roundup as of the English Premier League is told by two common American schmucks. Uh, you have myself, who is an Everton supporter. 
You have my co-host Samuel Graham, who is an Arsenal supporter. And of course, producer Mel loves her some Villa, Aston Villa. And uh, each week we're in the uh, alcoholic beverage industry. So we always have something to drink. A lot of times when the Whiskey Advocate Top 20 list comes out, we get the entire list and we count it down week by week. We go from 20 to number one and kind of give our expertise on all of that. We'll say bit of a polar opposite from what you hear here. Um, we do use uh, adult words <laughs> and uh, that's the, the, the point of the show. The point of the show is to be two friends sitting over a pint in a pub, having a good time, giving each other a hard time about footy. <laughs> and uh, we, we talk about all the teams and it starts with us over the next two weeks, interviewing supporters, from clubs that just recently got promoted. So tomorrow we're doing one with uh, Sheffield United. The week after that, we're doing one with Burnley. Mm. And then to start the season, we like to call it uh, the 20 Supporters 20 Club Show, which uh, you're going to be representing Chelsea. I will. It is a uh, marathon, but it is hysterical. <laughs> and it is an opportunity for uh, fans of the game who don't know a lot about of, uh, about it to hear from an American supporter of the club they like. And it's a great overview. And then after that, it's just each week, games happen, we talk about it. So, everybody, until next season. Up the Blue!